Now, Dave, do you not have a camera still? No, I'm sorry. My uh, my laptop does, but that's at work. That's okay. We are used to people not having cameras, but I thought I'd just ask just in case. Just in case it was like one of those ones like, oh, it's not on? Because that sometimes happens too. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, I don't want all those sex perverts on the internet hacking in and, and watching me change. You know, because that's that what I do when awesome. I talk is I just constantly change outfits over and over. Just point the camera to the bedroom. Well, I guess I'm going to go get that shower now. I hope... Uh, I hope the internet isn't watching. <laughs> or if the camera is off, you just hear. <laughs> I will say, though, your avatar looks kind of like if we were like in some kind of 90s cyberpunk whenever, like, he's hacked into the system, like a smiley face <laughs> and X comes on. Like on the screen, it's like, yeah. damn it, we can't get past him. <laughs> yeah, okay. I There's kind of a reason for that. I, uh, I used to write a super, super shitty webcomic, you know, like everybody. Was that the one that's on News, Newgrounds? Yeah, and there was like a similar logo I had for that. Do I have it? Oh, yeah, it's it's still up. I It's still up because I can't take it down because I forgot the password. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> I know that. I know that feeling. It's on... Um, is it? No, you can't see. Anyway, there's like a stupid like smiley face kind of logo thing that I I accidentally without I was just like, oh, I need a logo for this thing. And so I made like a smiley face thing. Only later did I realize that I was basically copying a pog that I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just took me back. Yeah. And then that became sort of the the genesis for that uh, pink logo I have now. Yeah, well, there you go. It's got the story. It all works out. It, it relates God. to Pogs. Pog got me here, yeah. You know, some there's some Pog creator artist out there who's like, oh, I'm going to sue that David Razzie guy. This has been that my time. Son of a bitch. Rob me of all that Pog money. He's like, I haven't been able to get a job since 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Worked at Wildcat Comics for a minute. For a minute. <laughs> Someone's got to have like a, like a Pog archive of just like all the different... Because there was a fucking million. Like, you didn't have to have, like, a licensed Pog shit. You could just make some Pogs. There's got to be a guarantee, like, probably some, like, the Pog Museum in Seattle or Portland or some shit like that. I want. Let's look it up, shall we? No, I kid you oh, not. I remember street. going to, like, kind of like a, a fair in, like, the late 90s. And those guys that would, you know, used to print out buttons and things like that. There was a period yeah. where they literally were printing out pogs like that same style. Like, oh, put whatever art you want and we'll print out the pog yeah, right there for you. The, yeah. <laughs> oh, golly gee. Wing dang diddle ding ding do. They're like, I didn't know this button maker actually had a second purpose in life. A second calling. And they probably invested <laughs> all their money the in the pogs thinking that was going to be the future. You know, fuck buttons. Nobody uses buttons anymore. Pogs, that's the future. <laughs> I and after pogs moved on to Beanie Babies. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw them selling those recently, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's okay. Give it about They're 70 years, and they'll be worth something, because they'll finally all get destroyed and disappear, and next thing you know, there'll only be like a couple of them left, and then that's when you can take them and turn them back in for money. <laughs> I remember there was One like a... day. There was like... I remember hearing a news story on it. There was like a Princess Diana bear, mm-hmm. and that uh, thing yeah. was like worth $5,000 or some shit, and... It was one of those things. I think it was around when she was alive. I mean, I, I hope I hope that was the case. <laughs> just like, a bear like in a, in a brutal like car accident. <laughs> yeah, it plays a little Elton John when like you uh, 
push the button on the back. No, I remember the Princess Diana bear, actually. Uh, yeah, I remember when that came. Oh, every, there was Princess Diana, like, everything for a moment. And I just remember being kind of like a oh, kid yeah. going, like, why do we care? Oh, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> big whoop, whatever. You know, what movie? People dial time. Is she even in a movie? No, she's not in a movie. Then why do we care? Well, let's see. There's a Princess Diana bear right now on eBay, $10,000. Holy fuck. Don't worry. Shipping is free. Oh, thank God for that. Well, let me get out my credit card for that. Oh, wow. This guy's going to undercut him. The one below it, it's going for $99.99.99. Oh, look at that asshole. <laughs> Saving that penny off. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to price his right it. <laughs> oh, that guy's just going to get him like that. But yeah, Princess Diana. It, it was one of those ones. That I, to this day, like whenever there's like a magazine, it pops up in like the store. And it's like, remember, 20 years later, it's just like... Why? It's like, really? I mean, like, I mean, yeah, that yeah. sucks. You know, a lot of people die in car accidents. We don't see their, like, 20-year anniversary popping up on the newsstands. Hell, even bigger. No, I saw a thing uh, pretty recently for JonBenet Ramsey, and I was like, really? Yeah, why? For real? The kid? <laughs> you know, it's like... Well, aren't we all just kind of in agreement her parents did it, and then we moved on? Yeah, exactly. Like, we can't prove it at this point, but we all sort of know. Yeah, it, it seems like the most logical choice, and let's just go on. You know what I mean? You can't spend all day long just, you know, solving the same, you know, mystery over oh, and over. Oh, the world can't heal. <laughs> Remember unsolved mysteries. This is kind of like that. I miss Robert Stack. Oh, actually. It ties. That's that's relevant, isn't it? Oh, it yeah. does. As we get into our, I guess we can just kind of like jump into the episode. That's like our little pre-part. But hello and welcome to the Old Man Orange podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. I'm Ryan Dedigan, And today we have a very special guest returning. I'm oh I'm very special. Oh, thank mm. you. I'm David Rossi. Technical Dave for if anybody sees that online. Oh, yes. I'm, I should yeah, I should say that. I'm Technical Dave. Yeah, they're like Dave Rossi. Who's this guy? Oh, Technical Dave. Oh, come on in. Oh. Let's give you the Princess Diana treatment now. <laughs> quotations like your seat Al. right here. <laughs> but this unsolved mystery things ties in because we're going to do a Transformers 1986 animated movie retrospect. And he's Hell in this yeah. movie. Hold on tight. The most incredible rock and roll adventure ever is here. Feed him to the shark guns. Starring Judd Nelson as Hot Rod. Leonard Nimoy as... Galvatron. And Orson Welles. I am the Beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. Transformers, the movie. Coming to a theater near you this August. Which who is he? He plays Ultra Magnus. Who's he? He's Ultra Magnus. Oh, okay. All right. You can't recognize his With voice. That, 
That mighty timber of Robert Stagger. I caught Judd Nelson. I caught uh, Lee. I caught um, um, <clears throat> Spock, uh, Leonard Moy, and I caught uh, Orson Welles. Those are the ones well, I really noticed. Yeah, Orson Welles. You didn't catch Frank Welker. He only plays like eight voices. Wow! Oh. Of course, Frank Welker. That's it's what the that's which one is he though? That's the thing. He plays all of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, Frank Welker's Every really Decepticon. If you wanted to save money, you would just hire Frank Welker and nobody else. <laughs> he could just do the entire cast. Man, woman, dog, female, it doesn't make a difference. He can do it. Oh yeah. Yeah, he could do the like sounds of the buildings, the animals, he could do the wind. He's just everything. You wouldn't even need a sound effects department. You probably wouldn't even need a music department. I'm pretty sure Frank Welker could cover that. Every instrument he can do. If I ever make a movie, I want Frank Welker to do everything, but I want him to use the voice of Freddy from Scooby-Doo for all of it. <laughs> Every character. It's like his most like that normal voice. Awesome guy, yeah. I'm just imagining just like... One shall stand, one shall fall, Megatron. He's just like super cheerful. <laughs> you know what's the interesting thing, too? Is, isn't Frank Welker still alive and still doing voices like left oh, and right? Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, like, yeah. He's still Freddy. Yeah, and he's still like... What is he, like 80-something years old by this point? I mean, like... He's old. Yeah, he's been doing like cartoons since the 60s, at least. Yeah, he's the only guy to ever do the voice of Freddy, even though they've had like 15 different versions of that show. Yeah, he keeps doing it. And he's done Scooby-Doo, like, most of the time. I don't think he was the original Scooby-Doo, if I want to... No, that was, um... God, I can't... Oh, jeez. Who was that? Was it Casey Kasem? I don't think Casey Kasem just did uh, Shaggy. Okay, I thought he did both or something. And then... I'm thinking of someone else. And then, yeah, then they I, got to I, the I... point where, like, uh, what's his name from the live-action movie literally just started playing Shaggy. <laughs> Oh, um, 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 Matthew Lillard. Yeah, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Which I think that's actually kind of cool. I'm like, Sharon Stone. <laughs> he just kind of keeps... The Murderer going. from Scream, one of them. Oh, yeah, he's, he's yeah, in that. That's the only thing I think of. Well, I think of that... The movie I actually think of more than anything else is SLC Punk. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because that, to me... I, I also think of 13 Ghosts. Oh, 13 Ghosts. <laughs> I haven't heard of that title in a while. I remember it being good, but then again, sometimes you remember things. Um... Or the douchebag from The Descendants. I went to go see that movie with uh, my friends, and I was the babysitter where my friends were all on shrooms. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It was so... like, let's take shrooms and see a horror movie. That sounds safe. <clears throat> yeah, and then, like, you look over, and there's ghosts on the screen, and they're freaking out, and it's just like, hey, are you doing? They're like, oh, 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 like, just totally believing it's real. Oh, well, that, that could, <laughs> you know, having a good time. <laughs> yeah, and for you, though, it's just like, oh, god damn it. Fuck. Oh, Jesus, they got to do the driver's home. Oh. The screen is singing into my soul. <laughs> You're going to think ghosts have hijacked the car. It's, it's going to be a terrible experience on the way back. Just like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh, bitch. Welcome to primetime, bitch. That's something they play that in the ground and like Rick and Morty. He's just like, I'll find you, bitch. Like, that's all he has. Well, he's not throwing any one, other ones out there. Yeah, it was like, okay, what swear words can we kind of get away with at this point? We can say bitch, cool, say it a bunch, just all the time. Which is weird. So the movie's rated R. They can pretty much get away with anything. It's not like... Yeah, but it was still the 80s. It was like, can we say fucker? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't... Oh, no. Bitch is about as far... Maybe bastard. We'll throw one of those in there. They're like, Ronald Reagan just got shot. Of course you can't say fucker. It's like, what does that have to do with anything? It's like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that's related. It is. Okay, it is. It is. You know, that's why we can't have it's as much America. violence either. Take that fucking That's prom night movie and you cut the fucking violence out of it. Just go for you it. You can't just have the king of the country get shot and go into cuss words. <laughs> That's anarchy, damn it. <laughs> uh, What's next? 
Bears raping your woman, burning your churches. Oh, burning shit. your churches. It's the other way around. Fuck. Shit, that was okay. the original Care Bears script. <laughs> now that's a reboot I want to see. Yeah, they call them that's Care Bears. But what do they really care for? Pussy and murder. Pussy and murder. Coming down on a rainbow. <laughs> and in Texas, that's oh, every that's every guy's fear down there is a rainbow chasing after oh, their ass. A rainbow. Just a fucking Care Bear with a chainsaw strap on. <laughs> just chasing after a guy. <laughs> just a big fat guy at a barbecue event. <laughs> what are their names? Like Grumpy Bear? He'd be so grumpy. He'd be, the grumpy. He'd be Frumpy Bear. Frumpy Bear. <laughs> the one that can't get laid or get a date. <laughs> oh, fellas! You know, I'm just going to go online and putz around on Tumblr for a bit, I guess. Here, I'll just, like, tag in a picture of my dick. That's, you know, it's like rape, right, guys? You know? I mean, I wasn't there. I don't, I don't have the fear. Now accepting questions from Anons. Come on. Bored. <laughs> Hashtag entertain me. Hashtag frumpy bear. <laughs> oh, jeez. Please. Please, someone. Lion Heart isn't even looking at me anymore. <laughs> Is that his name? I forget his name. I forget all their names. There's the brown one and the green one. That's like, they're all the that's same like, I, That's like the Darren Aronofsky version of Care Bears right there. <laughs> and I just Those, They're like seekers. Just one character model and just color them all differently. Who cares? It was just that time period. It was like, hey, how can we make our jobs easier? I feel that's what the 80s was lots of times about. It was all like, we got a factory, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, we have a factory. It's called Asians. Right, just paint them all different. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, I made one well, design. Do you, do you want me to go out and make a bunch of designs? Like, what do I look like, a design maker? You're going to pay me to design make shit? I don't know. Slap a, slap a fucking rainbow on this one's gut. Slam a fucking shamrock yeah. on this one. Just do, like, a different stamp. Just stamp their stomachs. You know, slap a swastika on this other one. Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. hey, it's about peace, <laughs> right? Right? You know, I read a book once. Well, you know, it's that works for Transformers, though, because you're like, okay, they're robots. They just keep making making a different model. And, you know, he has his own intelligence. Mm -hmm. Make it, you know, hundreds of the same model of robot and they each get their own brain. But uh, with shows like Care Bears, yeah, it's like, wow, that's super lazy. (laughs) And they finally introduce other animals in like the movie. They had uh, like the lion and the penguin. I don't remember. There was like a monkey. See, this is a movie I haven't seen in so long, but I even thought about my. It's re- it'd be a great. It's not that good. It'd be a great retrospect or a commentary, though. I bet you could have fun. The second, I, okay, as a kid, I remember watching this first one and being like, "Yeah, Care Bears movie," and then I saw the second one, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> Sometimes they <laughs> like, just do that. The like they they get to a sequel, and it just like production value just goes downhill yeah, like it fast. Plummeted, and as a kid, it drove me nuts that there was no continuity. Because, you know, the production's like, whatever, it's a new story. And I was like, no, we got to follow up the first one. <laughs> Remember, do they make it to the Sunshine Picnic? I got to yeah. know. Remember, also in the 80s, that's just what, it was just a bunch of business guys, like, in suits saying, like, how can we make some fucking money off these kids? I mean, even, yeah. like, I love in the Transformers special features. There's, like, that guy of Hasbro. He's like, yeah, I know the guy you mean. He's sitting there, like, fucking arms crossed, like, a bunch of bitches were crying because a toy fucking died. I, I didn't get it. You know what I mean? Like, we need to sell some new shit, so we decided, like, the best way to do it was do it big with a movie, fucking kill off the old line, start a new one. I didn't expect a bunch of kids to go crying to their mommies and then come bitching to me with letters. Okay, it's, okay, yes. You cannot discuss the Transformers movie without <laughs> d- addressing that elephant in the theater 
the death of Optimus Prime, which was traumatic <laughs> to so many people. Um, now, I don't know. At, at what point did you let's just get like let's just get an idea here. At what point did you first see the movie that you remember? Well, for me, I originally saw it when it was on VHS. Like I didn't get to see it in theaters or anything like that, yeah. but it was a big deal. Cause it was like, you stroll in the VHS store and it's like, my buddy brought this one. He's like, dude, check out this thing. I found it. It's called transformers. And from that point on, I don't know that probably, you know, I've been six years old or something. Oh, did like you not know the show? No, I knew the show. I knew the show, but like, oh, okay. Okay. literally it all came from VHSs though. Like literally we just went to the store and like rented all the VHSs. So that's kind of how right. I saw the show. I didn't see it on TV because it really at the time when I was a kid, I only had like two or three channels like off the air. So yeah. whatever I got, I got ABC, Fox. I don't even know if I got NBC or anything like that. Got PBS. So that's what I sort of had, but the VHS store, that was the place to catch up on things you missed out on. And so yeah. that's where it was for me. But really, the movie itself was probably my starting point, actually, more than anything else. Like, the show probably all trickled in, like, simultaneously from that. That's like the same with Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles was all, somebody let me borrow the VHSs. And it's like, oh, fuck, this is awesome. And then I found that, like, because that, that was on Fox, I think, at the time. So, But that was my first experience. Interesting enough, here's Ryan's first experience. Well, um, I uh, I always knew of the uh, Transformers, and I'll be truth be told, uh, I just saw a couple of random episodes when I was younger. I don't remember what happened. I remember seeing a few random episodes, and mm. my Transformers was actually Beast Wars because yeah. that came on right Hell after. Yeah. It came on like right after, or right before Pokemon on UPN. So that's how I remember. Mm. And then um, I knew there was a movie, and I didn't see the movie until this morning. <laughs> so I. Yeah, I got there's this really cool Amoeba. Um, this is Amoeba. There's a really cool record store in town called Amoeba, and just this warehouse sized um, used CD DVD store, and just went and bought the movie for five bucks and watched uh, watched it once through, and then watched with the audio commentary. Okay, well, geez, there you go, eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so uh, so so fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's practically a brand first new movie. Time... Yeah. Got my Transformers Cherry Pops. My first time, I don't remember the exact first time, but I had uh, an older friend, you know, friend of the family where the, the parents are friends and the kids are like, you got to play together. Mm-hmm. And it was this guy, <laughs> Adam, and he was older than me and he didn't really like having to put up with me, right? Yep. Just like, yeah, okay, you can play with me, but like, don't really touch my stuff. And he was an only kid, so he had everything. Yep. Well, uh, Every, ones. all the Transformers he wanted, all the G.I. Joes he wanted, he just had so much stuff. And uh, this was after, like, you know, Transformers aired in, what, 84? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm, like, I'd say six years old at this point. So, you know, the movie's, like, it's off the air now. It's all just repeats or uh, reruns. Uh-huh. And he's, you know, this is passe for him, but it's new for me. And so he's, like, we're hanging out one day. He's, like, oh, yeah, you know, there's, like, a Transformers movie or something. Now, this is the 80s. And I'm, like, oh, is this, like like from like asia or which was still so nebulous to me Uh i didn't understand how like japan was a center of all the things that i actually liked like games and cartoons and crap so he's like yeah okay this is the transformers movie they have a movie and i was like oh wow get the fuck out of here it's got a movie and so we're watching it and the animation's much better Mm -hmm. like you know the show is not a quality production so i'm watching this thing and it's really high quality and uh and then optimus prime dies but like all the other characters look different, right? Because of the different character designs it's set in the future. So everything looked very different. And I was like, I don't really get this. And then Optimus Prime dies. And I was like, 
no, no, this isn't Transformers. <laughs> and like my brain was just like, no, this doesn't count. This is this does not count as the same continuity or universe. No thanks. And I like disregarded it. <laughs> and I was like, yep, Transformers. Everyone's alive and happy. Everything's like still cars and trains and jets and set in the eighties. Like the, like the future stuff. Yeah, two thousand five. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, because everything didn't look like re- like I liked the uh, the realistic vehicles mm-hmm. aspect because mm-hmm. it was just like too easy to be like, oh, it's like a space car. It doesn't have to look like anything. <laughs> so I was like, nah, fuck that stuff. And then it wasn't until years and years and years later. I'm in high school and I see, yeah, the VHS being sold. And I was like, oh, OK, I remember this. Yeah. And I take it home. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is uh this is much better than I like. I'd forgotten that I'd seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. Oh, okay. And then I see Optimus Prime. Die. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Like, hey, hang on. <laughs> I do remember this. I hated this. I tried to block this memory feet. for years. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's all come back like a non flashback. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Prime. Just zoom in on your face, like Optimus. No. <laughs> Just like you're backing up I, against uh, the wall, sweat pouring down. <laughs> Your explosions, cheap people yelling and beating to me for some reason. You hear the seventies rock music. <laughs> yeah, you hear just like things Crazy transforming. Black to play. <laughs> and then I saw Five Faces of Darkness, which was the season three opener that takes place immediately after the movie, and that is a huge step down in quality from the movie. Well, I'll- and I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I know it's kind of one of those ones like that movie has like such like a different amount of quality than like the tv show does and it's not saying that the tv show is bad but the the tv show is in that same period of like many things 70s and 80s and sadly enough even though like some of the shows i feel like concepts are great but just production in the 70s Mm. and 80s of cartoons was just like mediocre it's like you almost kind of go back it's like i think of like gi joe i love the characters of gi joe i like like the 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 aspect of gi joe but you watch gi joe and you're like why does this kind of suck you know, yeah you know i mean like yeah it's a great idea and they're like oh it was made to sell a toy i'm like well it did a great job yeah there's a good narrative in there it's fun yeah but you just kind of watch this like god like they never really seem to lose you know it's like nobody really there's like no struggle and everything like that and i just remember being a cow yeah. like it's like you want that kind of struggle that's why i feel like you can take gi joe and you can you know make it a brand new cartoon show and you can probably just make it totally badass but you know, you kind of look at that and it's like, eh, you know, it just doesn't hold up almost like as well as like your your brain kind of remembers it. Well, oh, of, totally. Yeah. Well, a lot of 80s cartoons also have that thing where it ends with like, like, oh, I hope we all learned a valuable fucking lesson today. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure we did. They all have their hands on their hips and laughing. <laughs> and like the fat guy falls over or trips trying to get a pizza or some shit. Like, oh, you <laughs> stupid fuck. It just ends on a good note. It's like, remember, kids, don't be fat. Ronald Reagan or Nancy Reagan says don't do drugs don't get fat don't get fat do you know how many episodes of Transformers end with them laughing <laughs> it's like almost all I'm guessing 95% I rewatched the series uh, in the spring Uh huh. so this year recent enough and um, there's a marked decline where season one they have their premise and the premise is uh, you know, selling toys, I guess, is the ultimate premise. But uh, the basic premise is aliens come to Earth and they need to get energy. Mm-hmm. Always looking for right? energy. Bad guys need energy and the good guys got to stop them from getting the energy. And they can get energy from whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. Oil, electric dams, whatever. 
in the second season, they kind of forget about that. It's just like, oh, we're traveling through time. We're on another planet. Like, it's just all kinds of wacky shit. Other characters come in and the quality drops down. <laughs> and that's uh, because of numerous things, not the least of which was the uh, lead uh, designer, the character designer, mm-hmm. whose name I forget right now. But I, I Is it Lorenzo Delare? I hate him with an unbridled passion. Did no, it's, not, it uh, it's not that guy. Hang on. I can look it up while I while I chat. But uh, then the movie happens, you know, big quality production. And that kind of served as like an ender. Mm-hmm. But then they went on to season three. Now it's set in the future. Now the characters are all different. Now the setting is different. And now that whole premise of we need to get energy is completely gone. Totally forgotten. And it's just the bad guys have gone, even though that premise was kind of flimsy, now the Decepticon cause is... We must do evil with, like, no direction whatsoever. <laughs> and that really hurt the series, which is why there was really no season four. Because they were just like, ah, people don't really care anymore. And it's like, well, you know, you killed everyone, which was a bit of a bold move. There was no one to, like, keep carrying. Like, Beast Wars is a much better written show. Mm-hmm. And it's got some goofy movement, uh, moments and stuff. But season one's like, well, you know, we can't turn into robots. we got to be animals. And then it was like, oh, we have the golden disc. Like, there was a plot, a, an actual plot. Now, was Beast Wars, was that like a reimagining or was that a prequel? That's a sequel. Oh, really? Because so so my thing is, because they get to Earth before anyone lives there. So they go back in time and they just ended up in, right. on Earth. So oh, okay. This is set 300 years after the cartoon, which really isn't that long of a time. They never answer where humans are. Mm-hmm. Like, 300 years for Transformers, nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been on Earth for millions of years in cryostasis or whatever, or in um, stasis lock. But fine, they, it's 300 years later, and they um, are tracking Megatron, the new Megatron, who stole the golden disc, which tells of a mystical, ancient cache of Energon. And it's back in time on this hidden planet. It turns out it's Earth. And um, yeah, duh, it was just Earth the whole time. And so they get there while Prime and Megatron and all the original characters are still unconscious in the mountain in stasis lock and they have the fight there in the past oh okay i I gotta go back and watch beast wars i haven't seen it since it came on tv no man it's it's a fun show now excuse my ignorance here but um oh i'll i'll be certain to enlighten you don't worry cheetah bot or cheetor whatever she's a cheetor or is it chester or something like that Um, he (laughs) uh He, uh, isn't he like, uh, Bumblebee, basically? Basically, except a little more, like, jazzy. Because here's the thing about Bumblebee, right? They're always like, well, Bumblebee's a kid. He's the kid guy. He's, like, the eager little kid. And, I like, I don't know, man. I never, like, they say that now. Like, so we need, like, a kid version. We need a new Bumblebee. But I never saw Bumblebee as a kid. I saw him as small. Yeah. I saw him as, like, um, excitable, eager to please. But he doesn't sound like a child. He sounds like a grown man. He always just seemed like a... A, sh- a short happy man. Yeah, he's like he's like everybody's you know? short friend. You know, that's what Bumblebee is. Yeah, just happy to be I there. I never saw him as a kid, but it, that was the basic idea. Cheetor is the new Bumblebee. And there's the Raptor guy. I remember the Raptor guy started off with I the Decepticons. Yeah, he just start he started off with the Decepticons. Then he started like they fucked me over. I'm with the Autobots now. And then is, was that actually supposed to be Starscream or some uh, other character? Not quite. It was. It was supposed to be a sort of treacherous Decepticon, well, Predacon, but uh, the new Starscream, quote-unquote, was supposed to be uh, Terrorsaur, but they kind of nixed that after season one. Oh, okay. Hmm. 
Dinobot is a really good character. His, I'm uh, liking Matthew, him a lot. Yeah. 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 He's great. No, no, yeah, that that was a cool one. I remember because well, that's the one I, I have like a handful of the Beast Wars like figures, and probably if I go look upstairs somewhere, I can find some. Uh, I gave away all of mine. No, oh, did you? Yeah, because I'm like I want. I don't need to have the original toys. I want one version. The best version. Of each character. The best version of a character. And they had a new Rat Trap, Waspinator, and Rhinox that came out. And Black Arachnia. So I got those. Forgot and I was like, oh, eventually they'll replace the rest of them. Like, I just want a good version. I don't need the originals. So mm-hmm. I gave a bunch to some uh, friends. And then I, I sold uh, a bunch of other ones. Yeah. Well, that, that works out. Well, it's like I didn't. I never had a ton of even like Transformers. I only had like a couple ones, and it's like the cool thing about the old Transformers though is I like when they were made out of metal parts. But like, yeah, I had like season one guys. Yeah, like Starscream and a few others. But then I remember my, you know, I had friends that had all the cool ones. They had Hot Rod, and they had the helicopter guy, and they had like you know big expensive ones that probably cost like eighty bucks back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I could think about. I was like, well, that probably cost about eighty bucks. Uh, the only figures I really had back in the day was Generation 2, and they released the old figures with garish 90 color. Oh, yeah, just changed it up. Uh, a lot yeah, of like, right. Here's the same toy again. Re-release, like, oh, geez, if they were bad at, like, re-releasing an old toy with new colors back in the 80s, they're like, we're just doing it again in the 90s. We're not even going to think of a new character. I was just wondering, so you said it was 90s. They have, like, those really, like, just bad 90s color, like, purple mixed with, like, bright aqua or something yeah. like that. Yeah, oh, the neon, ugh, it's the worst. And it's almost endearing in a way, but it like it really did kind of hurt at the time. I was like, wow, that's ugly as hell. I would never buy that. <laughs> Just looks like a fucker. Looks like, looks like a Trapper Keeper fucked a Nerf ball, kind of. Yeah. You're like, oh, here's the new Starscream. He's uh, gray camouflage and neon orange. I was like, yeah, watch the show. That's not Starscream. It is now. Suck it up and buy it, bitch. Oh, shit. Yeah. 90 color, but not 90s articulation. See, this is the thing I don't get, though, is they always want to sell variants. They always want to sell these variant colors of action figures and variants of Batman and variants of everything like that. But I've never really met a kid who's like, you know what I really like is the variant versions. Everybody at the end of the day, <laughs> they want, you know, the regular Batman that they see on TV yeah. show. They want the gray and black. You know what I mean? Or yeah, you want the one you've connected with. Yeah, you don't, you don't want Batman in, like, you know, urban camo or Batman... You know, and down under uniforms and things like that. <laughs> I had like a, uh, Australian. <laughs> the Australian. I, well, I don't know. I, I, I kind of want Crocodile Dundee Batman now that I think about it. But. I had bright neon orange parachute Batman. Is that the one where he had like really? the orange camouflage? Wasn't even orange camouflage, just a bright orange outfit. Still a black cow that just stood out and then a parachute. <laughs> so when, when Batman's like making meth Batman. when Breaking Bad. I mean, I guess or that or or he or he only like parachutes in at dusk, you know, so but he still has the fucking cow. Oh, my God. That is the worst. I remember I was so excited when I found just a regular Batman. I mean, I still have that action figure to this day. That Batman is sitting in the Batman Forever Batmobile because that's how important he is. Nice. Uh, I'm surrounded by Transformers right now. And always, actually, I just uh, I have a shit ton of Transformers. <laughs> Why not? I uh, I have a very large Transformer collection, but again, only one of each character. Yeah, just keep it simple. Uh, now, it, regarding Transformers for a second, I remember uh, going to your show for a second. You're making an analogy of how you felt one time about passing a class, mm-hmm. and you were talking about like there's a scene in Transformers where um, where Hot Rod is like. 
I let Optimus Prime down. Optimus says, yeah. no, you didn't. You did good. Stop worrying about it. And is that is that like somewhere in Faces of Evil? Uh, no. Uh, I could actually find the episode if you wanted. Okay. But uh, it is a season three episode where okay, uh, I was Hot wondering... Rod is sulking around a junkyard for some reason. Because I was watching the movie, I was waiting for that scene to come in. Like, he didn't lie to me, did he? But, no. oh. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Technical day lied to me. The season three episode. And the, oh, okay. the like, very next episode. Oh. Yeah, okay. or, like, that's the episode right after. So there's an episode where he's like, oh, I'm on, I'm doing the right thing. And then the very next episode, he's like, I'm Optimus. <laughs> I used to fucking hate Rodimus. I think we all did as a kid. Like knowing about it, if you if you were into that shit as a kid, well, it's here. You were just like, who's this asshole? Well, I think it's one of those ones. Like for for me, once again, is since I started with Transformers the movie, like I saw mm-hmm. Hot Rod, I was like, oh, that's the main character right there. I was like, right off the right. bat. I mean, him and Optimus, of course. But like, I saw yeah. it, it's like, oh, okay, there's that. Which you know, in that movie, it's like they kind of go like, oh yeah, Bumblebee's here. He's he's trapped, you know, somewhere. <laughs> we don't know where he is at yet. I think he fucks up every time he's on screen. I'm not. I'm not looking to divert the conversation too yeah. much, but I'm just curious. Um, you as a Transformers fan, what'd you think of uh, Hot Rod and the newest Transformer movie? <laughs> uh, I can't answer that because I don't watch Transformers movies. I've seen. Right, the, right, I saw the good. first movie and I was like, I'll give it a chance. And I watched it. and I was like, that was a mistake. And then I just haven't gone back. <laughs> that's that's what I oh, did. Because they get, they make him French. They make him French or something. I am Hot Rod. How do you Hot, Hot Rod. They make him French in this movie for some reason. That is that is terrible. I mean, I've seen like the the model, the figure, mm-hmm. um, because I follow um, like a Transformers uh, like website, like where to like the news for Transformers. So I've seen what he looks like, and I was like, yeah, that's not Hot Rod. He but, just kind of uh, trips around, and he's just make he's a French stereotype, and he's there. He's for a like minute. a bumbling French waiter guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's kind of like what he is. Why even call he's, him Hot Rod? He's like Pepe Le Pew. That's actually what he is. That's a that good point. Yeah, so not his character. No, I it's it's totally not like because this is the weird thing is I remember when Ryan got the Transformers the original movie like when it came out in two thousand eight or whatever the fuck yeah. it was and he's like oh you know he's like come over and watch it you know it's like and I was like I don't know it's like it just didn't look good in the trailer and then I remember watching it and I just remember sitting there like arms crossed it's like this isn't the eighties <laughs> fucking Transformers this isn't it and it's just well Ryan's like hey, you know it's not that bad it's not that bad and then strangely enough later in life I came back around I'm like you know what I'm gonna fucking sit down I'm just gonna watch them all. You know, why not? Because, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? I mean, at least at the end of the day, I can say there is a Transformers live-action movie series, whatever. Yeah. So I watched all four of them, and straight up, they slightly got better as they went on. Like, it, not, well, the they're not amazing. I'm like, I'm one of those, like, is awful. So if they get better, I'm not too surprised, because it's a, it starts really rough. Well, it starts rough. It's like Bernie Mac and, like, this whole, like, side story with, like, the parents. Yeah. No, no. The, oh, the, the, boy. No, it, it gets more of that as it goes on. The Less second Bernie one Mac. gets really Bernie rough, better, too. Actually. Less Bernie Mac. <laughs> and then I felt like yeah. the third one kind of comes up, and then it slightly goes down, and then it's like, by the fifth one, it's like, you, you, you think that they would figure this out by this point, but no, they just kind of still fall down this rocky slope and... They're they're not terrible, but they're not. I, I don't know. It's one of those ones like, well, there's this this fucked up problem where the people making it, all of them, like I assume, producers, writers, directors, everyone, they seem to think that humans are what makes Transformers interesting. The Transformers cartoon movie, which I believe we're talking about, yeah, there are uh, really, really, there's only the one human. Yeah, there's just the boy. He's supposed to be the relatable it's one. Daniel. 
So, you know, and he's supposed to be just like, oh, this is how I would feel if I were along for the ride. And he barely says really much. Yeah, he doesn't get in and the way. He's inconsequential. He doesn't even have to be there. Yeah, he doesn't need to be there at all. The tra- the humans are not the fun part. They're like an obstacle. They're uh, something the Decepticons can use to sort of uh, make the Autobots um, attack or not attack a place. They're just like a uh, like a bargaining ploy tactic kind of thing. Yeah. That- you know what I'm saying? And the humans have to look out for – or Autobots have to look out for the humans. That's it. Now, please don't judge too hard. I will say this. Just uh, I Transformers 1 is kind of a guilty pleasure. The move the, – the live action. Kind of a guilty yeah. pleasure. It's not. I know it's flawed. I know it has a lot of fucking hey, problems. We all like things we know are bad. Yeah, and that movie is just like, you know, I know this movie isn't great – but when I went to go see it, I was expecting to hate it. I walked out liking it more than I thought I would. So that amplifies it. Then watching it again, I'm like, not as good. Maybe I was just a little bit more caught off guard, so it was better mm-hmm. to me. Plus, I was I liked where I was at in my life at that point. So oh, yeah. it's one of those. So there's good memories attached to it on top of right. that. But yeah. at the same time, though, I'm like, it's not a perfect movie by any means. But it's got a little bit of fun stuff here and there, and you know, just as like a major. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, just as like a, it just it's competent as like a big disaster movie. It's competent as that. As a Transformers movie, I totally get where you're coming from on that. Well, now, right? You... Yeah, my my chief complaint is that they treat them like monsters, not yeah. people, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a disaster. Like how big they are. They're like these alien creatures. Like they're supposed to be, like people, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're not. And that big. Uh, my, they're not that big. And really, I get it because when I saw it. Uh, I, yeah, I was like, you know, this is all right. Like at the time and later I was like, no, fuck that. But I was like, okay, I can kind of, you know, like this, but the major, major problem for me as a viewer, not as like a film critic, but just as a viewer is it's really fucking meandering. Like oh. with all the side things mm-hmm. and all the, the human characters. And then there's like, uh, some part with some soldiers and, uh, then they uh, talk to the president and, oh, then there's like the secret government thing. Like, wow, fuck. This is not a whole season of a TV show. This is one movie. Well, it, it, and they double down on that as the movies go on, though, just so you know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too. Yeah. It doesn't help that the movies are all like two hours and 45 minutes long, too. Like, yeah, I thought about them. Like, if they really just like made them like, let's just say streamline them at either two hours or hell, even an hour and a half. And you just cut out all the filler. I bet you actually would have something that was kind of cool. You know, because I think that's what brings yeah. it down. It's the fillers, like the what brings those movies down more than anything else. And it's that sort of thing. See, now Ryan knows because now he's seen the '86 movie, so you almost see like the most glorious period of Transformers. And that's kind of like how, like, when you look at these, it's like, why do you just need robots? And I don't know what it is. Like when people make like big movies, they feel like, oh, people, you know, you know, mom and pop in Oklahoma, they're not going to be able to relate to a couple of robots standing around. Uh, yeah. and it's like. Dude, yes, they will. People don't need to have, like, humans just to relate to. Like, in the 86 movie, it's like, yeah, you got Daniel there, and that's supposed to be, like, really, at the end of the day, it's supposed to be like, wow, if I was a 10-year-old boy, I could be riding in Hot Rod naked. You're like, oh, okay, Timmy, calm down. Maybe not that (laughs) Put it away, Timmy. Timmy, Jesus Christ. Put away your Hot Rod. He's like, I want to stroke my Hot Rod. Oh, Jesus Christ, this is not working out. He's like, I get to jump in my dad's suit next. not the gear shift. (laughs) But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you don't need that. And I don't know what it is. It's like, in animation... People seem to get things a little bit better. I don't know if that's just like there's just a different mindset you get when you go into animation than when in live action you got to just stand with a bunch of guys in suits that maybe don't exist yeah, in live maybe action. It's like this is already fake, so let me just go in for whatever. Well, because you think about like look at Batman too. It's like you look at Batman the animated series done about as perfect as you can get for Batman. Like they just yeah. got it a hundred percent. 
you know, and then the movies, it's like, you know, they're still enjoyable, but it's like, they still can't get that 100% yet. That's like, they still just like, yeah. they just don't get it yet. It's just like, just focus it's on always, Batman. Yeah, it's always almost there. Yeah, it's, that's always how movies kind of are. Like, live action movies, very rarely do you get a movie that's like, oh, fuck. They, they went the distance, like, you know, they, they did it, like, as pure as possible. You know, one of the few ones I think well, that's no, I like think that. I we can all agree there was the one time I think it was nailed perfectly was uh, the Super Mario movie. Which I think we can all agree was the perfect franchise to movie translation. Well, I kid you not, me and Dunnigan fucking love that movie. <laughs> we love it. We did. A, we did. A, we did like a two and a half hour conversation on that movie. I love it. Not. I mean, it's it's a terrible Mario Brothers movie, but it's a great little movie. Well, see, I like it because it's, it's like Blade Runner Mario Brothers style. Yeah, kind of. It falls into this weird category. I was discussing this with a friend a while ago, so let me see if I can sort of remember the other uh, comparisons. But it was like... Oh, oh. Someone's dying. Oh, oh, God. Oh, someone's having a bad day. Someone just watched Transformers 5. San Francisco. <laughs> uh, it's like there was this period of movies, and I guess it was mostly 90s movies, where it was sort of Mar- the Mario Brothers definitely fit into this and uh theodore rex and there were some other movies where it's like future dystopian but kind of quirky mm-hmm. and uh oh geez there's uh there's a few others i can't think of right now but there's tank a lot girl. of movies tank girl yeah that too judge dread the, the original yeah where if they i mean it should have been more serious but with it, when they were going with like the kind of a goofy route it definitely fit into that mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of those and Mario too, where they're just like, well, we got to make it sort of dark and gritty. But like, that's as dark and gritty as they thought about it. <laughs> like not actual dark and gritty. Well, it's because the 80s had so many actual dark and gritty places that mm-hmm. in the 90s, yeah. they, they wanted to like lighten everything up a little bit. And, you know, where let's like, yeah, you take like something like Blade Runner in the 80s. And it's like, it's very dark and gritty. And then you get to like the 90s. and It's like, well, what if cyberpunk was kind of, you know, yes, yeah, people are getting arrested and probably murdered in back alleys. But it's kind of fun, you know? Yeah, even Johnny Mnemonic was, like, super gory at times. Well, not super gory, but yeah. gory. It was violent, and it was kind of almost laissez-faire in a way. Um, like when I, they cut that guy in half. <laughs> I've actually never seen Johnny Mnemonic. That's the only one i got to put on the list. But, it's interesting. But uh, it's, it's Keanu Reeves still doing, like, Kung Fu Jesus kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Um, Kung Fu Mind Jesus. There you go. Um, I was going to say, regarding Mario, the thing is, I, I get why they did it back then, because how else would you kind of do it? It'd be kind of weird trying to, with just the budget and technology of what, what was going on back then, it would probably be harder to pull off a, a accurate Mario movie. If you yeah. Even today, I think, if you weren't doing it, like, if you want to make it real, like, as faithful to Mario as possible, you got to make like, a CG movie. If not, you got to do... It'd have to be animated in one way or another, yeah. Or you'd have to, if you want, or you have to do kind of like your own little take on it, which I'd say that'd probably have to go like something like a PG-13 Guillermo de Toro. (laughs) Well, realistically, I I don't think you could actually technically do a Mario movie 100% faithful in live action. I think no matter what, it has to be animated. And even if it's one of those ones where, let's just say Mario and Luigi and Peach, they're, you know, real people. The entire rest of the movie is going to probably be a cartoon, you know, at the end of the day. Right. It's yeah, a- the Mushroom Kingdom has got to be, like, this fantastical place. So, mm-hmm. I don't think you could... So, in a sense, the way that they did the Mario Brothers movie, 
that kind of is like about like it's sort of about the only thing you can do is you could just do a sci-fi. I guess the only other option you could do is you could have them go back in time and make it like a 1500s type world where it's fucking like Knights oh, of the yeah. Round instead, and that's what it is. Like that would have been the other thing. Is well, the Mushroom the fat- Kingdom doesn't appear to be very advanced. No. I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I know we're talking about Transformers. I just want to say this. I've been on record of saying this on the podcast before. If they ever do, if they ever do do another live action Mario Brothers movie. I want Iggy Pop to play Bowser. That'd be so awesome. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I just that's, he'd, that's, he'd have I to want get really that. ripped though. You know, he'd have to be like this big beefy Bowser. Well, he's already he ripped. Be, he just like, needs the be, size. They could do yeah. that thing. I mean, they could do that thing where he's just like he's kind of like an armor that kind of sort of resembles it or whatever. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, all, yeah. He looks all he's all strung out, kind of like how Iggy Pop usually comes across. He's like, "This is my final form," and you know, the movie, the video game version we all know comes in. And it's like so. Super Shredder. Yeah, yeah exactly. just, he just starts punching out pillars. I'm got rat man. Just chasing Mario down. <laughs> so let me ask you this about Transformers 1986. Uh, as you know, I guess we uh, it's technically the Transformers the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Transformers the movie. Um, animation wise, much better than the show. Oh. By far. Because, right, you know, they have the budget and uh, that's just the way it is. Now, Transformers is kind of, and you'll see this in some episodes, pretty anime-y. Mm-hmm. Right? It, let's pretend that's a word. Anime-y. You know, like it's uh, it's like, it's anim- I know it's animated in Japan and that kind of thing. But it's, for the most part, looks totally American. Mm-hmm. But then there'll be that occasional episode where it'll be done by a different studio like... Uh, I think Toei worked on a couple of them. Yeah. A couple of episodes. And they'll be, it'll be very anime. You know, like Optimus Prime's little head antennae are coming off like samurai things. And you're just like, oh, this looks <laughs> very different. I see. There's just certain, uh, certain times the animation shifts a little bit. We'll see. But the animation of the movie is like just like a quality little uh, piece. And then there's like a huge drop off for the show. Now, if someone's like, well, I don't really know Transformers back in the day. I don't really know the show. But should I get into it? I would be like, okay, look. Watch the movie. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if, you just, if you only saw the movie, you'd get it, right? Because it's like, okay, here's Optimus Prime. He's the hero, and then he dies. But you don't really have to know who he is to know that's significant. And uh, I get it. These are like the good guys and the bad guys. They've been duking it out for a while. So you kind of get it. The original show, I'd say there's maybe like a dozen episodes where I'd be like, okay, you got to watch these. And you get the gist of it, mm-hmm. right? Watch like the first three episodes, then watch like, uh, you know, Fire in the Sky and SOS Dinobots. Like there's a couple of these and then it's like and then just watch the movie and then just forget about it. Yeah, no, I kind of agree there, too, because, you know, like the last time I went and watched through this sh- series, I guess is when they started finally putting them on DVD. I just kind of remember going out and buying them. And it was that one where you kind of sit there and you're like, yeah, fucking Transformers. And there's just, some episodes are great. And then there's some episodes. It's just that it's the classic filler episodes where it's just like, ah, oh, yeah. we need to get some more material out, you know, in time. So here's that. <laughs> and then also too, it's like, when you notice those Japanese anime things, those are those things as a kid before, like anybody could point out to you, it was like, Oh, either one, this is animated by Japanese people. This actually is an anime or something like that. Like whenever you would see those, moments even if it was in shows or just a full-on anime itself you'd always be like you know there's something different about that show i, I just can't put yeah. my finger i used to do about speed racer it's like there, there's something there i just what's different about it what's different about speed racer to everybody else 
Yeah, for sure. There were times as a kid where I didn't really know the difference between it was just like, oh, well, that show is made somewhere else, I guess. Like there wasn't really the understanding of cartoon versus anime and that kind of thing. Well, yeah, because that was never uh, that was never really a term, at least not for kids at that point. Yeah, it was never really addressed. I mean, there was no Internet. So you only kind of knew, well, I watched that show and sometimes it looks weird. <laughs> and uh, and so people were like, well, Transformers is an anime because the toys were made in Japan. I'm like, yeah, but it's clearly like American styled. Like, well, it, they 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 drew it in Japan. Like, I don't know where the line is drawn for you, but I personally am not going to call it an anime. Well, by that standard, Batman the Animated Series is an anime too, though. Yeah, like, like yeah. The Simpsons is made in Japan. Yeah. Well, now it's made in Korea. Yeah, so... But, but yeah, but let's like, just it, say it really Asian being an who anime. Makes it. Yeah, yeah. It's not just where it's physically created. It's like who designed it and what like the audience is. Like it was made in the states for an American cut. Like their mouths move to the words they're saying. Is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, it's not dubbed. Yeah, it's not dubbed in the uh, yeah. And it's really like well, I suppose it is dubbed. You but, think yeah. about like what like what do you think of like like what was the last time like really a show was full on made in the U.S.? It's like uh, Johnny Quest '60s. Like <laughs> Mer- Americans got really keen on man, this is a lot of fucking work. Dude, like dude, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to burst your boat. Those shows are both Canadian. Oh, is it? Well, fuck. Yeah. Americans got like lazy early on. Then they're like shit. <laughs> 1950s. It's like. God, we've been doing Warner Brothers for 20 years. This is fucking bullshit. Like, they want us to do 20-minute episodes now? I was already hard enough to do seven and a half minutes. You know what? Let's get some Canadians to do it. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's like, God, the Canadians want more money. Fuck. Who, who, who could do it cheaper? Oh, there's Japanese people out there. They love doing things for nothing. Oh, perfect. Let's get some Japanese people on this. Yeah. <laughs> they like making little toys and stuff. They got small hands. They'll just keep working forever. <laughs> I can totally see, like... Well, hearing Johnny Quest takes place in Canada, that makes a lot more sense. Well, so that takes place like, in Ameri- Canada, but... Not, well, <laughs> not take place. Okay, well, maybe a Canadian, maybe like Canadian, well, made by a Canadian team. I can just see that kind of coming out in the artwork a little bit in the aspect, not the artwork, but the story. Yeah, there's something about that art style that's like really pervasive in Canadian uh, animation. Oh, shit. Um, I'm a fucking idiot. I, you said Johnny Quest. I was thinking Johnny Test. Oh. Oh, Johnny You're Test. just leading me down the wrong seat. Johnny Quest is all American, goddammit. Yes, it is. Johnny Test is, is the, like, shitty Canadian animation. I apologize. Yeah. Johnny Quest is All-American. And I'm talking about oh, even the 60s say, one. Cause Johnny I... Quest, oh, sorry, I was going to say, because Johnny Quest, the whole thing about that is, like, I can see, like, uh, Dr. Quest being Canadian. Like, no, we're doing science for the good. We're, Ameri- we're American scientists. Science. Or the American science be like, no, fuck that. Let's get the, let's figure out this formula, get a fucking patent on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, did you say Johnny Quest and 16? Uh, I remember we, we said Johnny. Tw- uh, we said Johnny. Uh, w- last time you were on, we talked about. No, no, just like a minute ago, you said, "Oh, those American shows like Johnny Quest and 16. I don't remember. I, he, I didn't say sixteen. We said Johnny Quest, and I think maybe something else. I was going but, into okay. like the the '80s. Johnny Quest is probably where they stopped like making it themselves, and they said, "You know what." People know what Johnny Quest looks like. Let's just get some Asians on this thing and, you know, they'll whip it up. We'll get some Canadians to dub it over. You know how they are good at they that. They got a character model. That's fine. <laughs> and character models. Shit. Character models are another problem with Transformers where they just they get pretty inconsistent. Well, uh, the guy whose name I was trying to remember before was Floro Del Rey. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he or Deray. Deray? Floro Deray. Anyway, so you, they had the original designs, and then he came in to, like, simplify them, and he fucked them up. 
And so that's why, like, season two characters are all blocky and weird. Well, I don't know if you've ever noticed. Yeah, well, I was going to say, this is the thing, though. Is like, when I look at Transformers, I go, especially, like, you know, whether it be the movie or even the TV show, though, it's like, that kind of show in itself has got to be, like, one of the hardest kind of animations to animate because you got really, like, no organic characters. Everything's all machines, mm. so all the lines have to be precise. Everything's got to look kind of perfect. Like, I look at, when I was watching that movie just recently again, you just go, like, God, that just looks like the hardest animation you probably could have worked on. Is yeah, it's really hard to sort of fudge all those blocks. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you know, like where, you know, if you got human characters and things like that, they can kind of move in and out of being slightly different shapes and it'll be all fine and normal. But when you got things that like, you know, that's like 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 animating cars. Nobody even does that anymore. They just do CG cars. Like when was the last time yeah. you saw somebody full on animate a car in like a TV show or even a you know a 2D animated movie? It's like they're always people always just resort to cg now because it's like it's just that much extra work and i think that's kind of yeah you can see where the guy came in he's like you know what this is a lot of fucking work i'm sorry like we're losing asians left and right here in the animation department (laughs) 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 you know what i mean god like one guy his whole hand just literally broke off there was blood everywhere we had to restart a couple of scenes because of that we we fired him don't get don't get us wrong but yeah sprayed off sprayed like it was an anime yeah Yeah, sprayed off like it was yeah full on like a samurai sword came down on him but you know it was just him drawing oh the japanese have very high blood pressure as you can tell (laughs) yeah you know stress is a big deal you know stress and high buildings to jump out of (laughs) i just got back from japan and uh, i was expecting more transformers things don't you just, let me down. Don't you hate that when you go somewhere and you expect more? Like, it was when I went to the South in America, I, I was expecting to be, like, a different country. I don't know why, but I was just like, it's going to be so <laughs> different in the South. People are going to have Southern accents and everything like that. And I remember at first, I was walking around like, where the fuck's the Southern accents? What the fuck is wrong with this place? Why does it feel not that much different than California? You know what I mean? Like, you don't got a guy with a straw man. hanging out of his mouth with overalls? That's what, I, that's what I wanted. I wanted that, and I wanted, like, well, I, I saw brick building, so at least I got some of that. But, I mean, I want feel like down home in the south like i want it to be look like i look around the corner it's like oh look at there's like a civil war reenactment going on oh what's that oh that just has to be tuesday you know what i mean like no yeah, there wasn't any of that time. not 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 to not to make it too local heel you hear but you said you wanted to see a brick building dude you go to washington street in sonora the wells fargo there is a brick building oh okay well Wait, take that back. Do, you have, of it. do you not have brick buildings no no no, no. here's the thing though in the south though like houses are made out of brick buildings like left and right like it's a normal thing where it seems like in california most things are made out of wood or like you know oh, uh yeah no everything here is made out of brick well you guys just must live in well i say the future but that's probably more the past in california like yeah. oh you know we, we, you know we can build these houses faster i tell you you know if we make them all out of wood real quick you know cheap and easy well What's the worst disaster in California? Oh, I don't know. Probably forest fires or something. But, you know, who cares? Not our problem. That's what insurance yeah. is for. Oh, everything's made out of brick here. A wood house. That's crazy talk. Well, I mean, you got wood on the house, of course. But uh, <laughs> no. the exterior's brick. I kid you not. Like, in California, like, 90 fucking percent of houses are wood. Unless you're, like, in a city city and you got, like, a building. But disincluding that, yeah. like, every normal fucking house is generally that. Or it's stucco. That's that's the other thing. Oh, mmm, classy. Yeah, stucco. <laughs> Horrible stuff. Give me one of them adobes. Yep, people like that stuff. Try drilling into one of those things, I tell ya. Stucco. Ugh. You really get stuck in it. Okay. But, uh, was... but okay, back to Japan. So... See, you're expecting more Japanese-ness. Oh. Yeah, what the fuck, Japan? You're expecting to be like right, Shenmue so... when you got there. I know! <laughs> I was expecting to be, to be just like downtown Yokosuka, and it was not. 
And it, it and was it, like any other bustling metropolis. And you'd be able to no put everything in your back pocket. On. No matter what you picked up from Japan, you could just slide it in your back pocket and you'd be good to go. Yeah, just pick up like a drink. Oh, a drink? I'm looking for a black car. Oh, five dollars. Yeah, no, I I probably spent like 150 bucks on those little capsule toys. They're so they're so addictive. You're walking along and it's like, oh, this one is just different miniature tank shells. Well, I gotta have one of those. You know, I can't 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 go home without that. Yeah. But you just expected you know, to be walking down walking the street the and be like, oh fuck, there's a mobile suit Gundam just like going down, just going down <laughs> the street and nobody seems to like be bothered by that. It's just an everyday thing. Well, the problem is that the things I like are all like, you know, passe. Right? The well, anime and the Japanese things that I like are from like the 80s and 90s, <laughs> and it's 2017, and they've all got like new shit. Yeah. The- <laughs> so I'm going around like, like, what the fuck are all these shows? I don't know what any of these are. I'm not <laughs> buying this stuff. It's a lot of the new shit. Like, it's usually kids, like some show with kids in school uniforms and yeah, magic and that kind of shit, everything. right? Yeah, yeah, it's all that. I was looking for, uh, I don't know, 80s shit with guns. I wanted things with guns. I didn't no see Cowboy Bebop? No, there was no Cowboy Bebop because that was only two seasons and it was forever ago, right? So they're long past that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, that's It was fucking... actually funny. One, I actually have a Cowboy Bebop. Yes? Oh, I, I actually have a <laughs> Cowboy Bebop wallet. And um, nice. at one, one point I was, uh, my job, I have to like, see people's driver's license and all that kind of stuff and i had this japanese customer and he wasn't understanding so i was pulling my wallet to show my license like this right here and he saw my he saw my wallet. I was like bebop like what yeah, yeah. like bebop i'm like one's like oh yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> gave that guy a discount See, there we go. That's the right way to treat people, you know, when you can, like, respect someone like that. But, you know, it's probably no different than, like, when an Asian guy comes over to America. They're like, they expect it to look like the Wild West still. You know, it's like, uh, sorry, it's not the 1800s anymore. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, where's the showdown at the OK Corral? It's like, oh, that happened 150 fucking years ago. So, like, they don't still just happen every day? Well, that's kind of how I feel, too. It's like when I think of, like, everything I like from Japan, it's like, oh, it's like I like, like, 90s and back stuff. That, that's what I like. That's, that's the games and that's the shows. That's what made me excited yeah. when I went on Crunchyroll. It's like, they got 70s anime? Oh, my God, they got 70s anime on here. It's like, yeah, because everything else on, like, Hulu and Netflix is like, what, you, you want something before, like, 2005? What are you, old? Like, come on, man, give it the yes. time. You're like, yeah, that's I am like, the meaning. I want my loop on the third, goddammit. <laughs> Uh, on the way over there, actually, on the plane, you know, they got little TVs and you can watch movies. And uh, my fiance is like, hey, do you want to watch the, uh, the Shining? I've never seen it. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Yes, we're watching The Shining. How have you not seen The Shining? Yeah, where have you been? Yeah. So like we put our headphones in, we like press play at the same time. So we're, we're both watching it together. And uh, and then Scatman Crothers comes on. And I was like, you know who that is, don't you? she's like no i'm like that's the voice of jazz the coolest autobot and she's like okay whatever (laughs) (laughs) also like the only black autobot too or maybe not yeah he's quote unquote black and the only Uh, one that dies in the michael bay movie well the the sad thing too Uh, though is blaster is uh i well he's voiced by a black guy i mean they're, they're not like there's no ethnicity, as far as I can tell, on Cybertron. <laughs> but uh, I know Blaster is also voiced by a black gentleman. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, 
You know what's the sad thing, uh, though, is Scatman Crothers, uh, that Transformers the movie was his last movie. Really? Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. Well, oh, yeah, because he's not in Five Faces of Darkness. Mm-hmm. He just, Jazz just doesn't talk. Yeah, because well, it's well, like, you can't Doesn't really... Jazz die in the movie? Doesn't, because I know, I know. Oh, no. Ironhide dies pretty bad. Um, they, oh, Ratchet, yeah. Ratchet just goes out. They just kill him, no problem. Uh, Ra- yeah, Ratchet and Ironhide both get shot in the chest. Uh, actually, Ironhide gets shot in the chest and then his head gets blown off. Yeah. Uh, Braun gets really killed. Violent. Prowl. Uh, off screen, we have the deaths of Mirage and Red Alert and Trax. Like all the season two characters, they were supposed to kill. They're in like the storyboards, but they don't actually show it because animation is expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, who are we talking about? Uh, well, we just want a whole bunch of the characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah Jazz. Jazz. The only three season one Autobots that survive are Cliffjumper, Bumblebee, and Jazz. That's it. What about there's the part where they have the conveyor belt just dropping people into yeah. like the melting, yeah, the melting metal. Is that is that oh so those, those are actually big characters from the show that just melted away like that? Uh, no, those are nondescript, just generic robot models. They might not even oh, okay. be Cybertronian. They might oh. be. They might be uh, from the planet at the beginning of the movie. There, um, Glickton, I think it's called. Okay, because I was just wondering, like, did they? I just I was wondering, are those like big characters from one and two? They just like wasted like nothing. Actually, one of them on the conveyor belt is said to be a character. Like, oh, that's actually Gears, but like, because the co- it was kind of colored like Gears, but it's not Gears. Hmm. Um, but then in the, like a, there's all the di- people you see die on screen. There's the people who die in the screenplay, and then they wind up at a Autobot space cemetery kind of a thing in a season three episode, and they list even more characters. Oh, that's his tomb and his tomb, and you're like, oh wow, those guys are dead too, I guess. Uh, the only one you end up seeing again later who's said to have died is Braun, and it's probably just an animation error. Mm. Well, um, oh, you're about to say something, sir? Oh, I was going to say, well, at least Scatman Crothers doesn't die in the movie. That's always kind of a nice thing, because it's like, that's yeah. about the only, like, my only slight complaint to The Shining is like, I wish Scatman Crothers didn't, like, go on that whole journey just to get killed right off the bat when he shows up there. Like, Yeah, but that's what makes it so amazing, because that had <laughs> never happened. They're like, okay, we're going to have this big thing. This guy's going to save him. Several scenes to get there. Boom! Dead! Well, yeah, it's like, I get it. But it's like in, like in the book, which I like the movie way more than the, the book. But like I do oh, like I it, the, the book has a cool ending, though. Like literally Scatman Crothers shows up. He's you know, he fucking saves the day. They get on this fucking jet ski or not jet ski fucking snowmobile <laughs> and they fucking take off as this boiler blows up. And like there's a humongous explosion, fucking fire going everywhere and fucking Scatman Crothers driving off into the distance, saving the day. I'm like, I do like that ending just because that's kind of badass. That is very badass, but I guess it wouldn't really work for the movie. They're <laughs> no. like, oh, that's pretty expensive. <laughs> well, yeah, they're like, ah, oh, fuck, we got Jack Nicholson already. We ain't fucking paying for Scatman Crothers to drive off on a snowmobile with a giant explosion in the background. And then he hits a jump was- and does a backflip, you know? <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> and like a snow shark dives out of a snowbank, flips overhead, and dives back into another snowbank. Yeah, and as that happens, Scatman Crothers literally takes one hand off the console, punches that shark, and then keeps going. <laughs> so it was either nice. that or Jack Nicholson. What's the better special effects? Yeah. Uh, you know, Jack Nicholson sells movies. I'm just, uh, just going to say, you know. Yeah, we got to think of ticket sales. Sorry. <laughs> I-, I love Scatman just, Crothers, though. But he just ends oh, yeah, with, like, Iron Maiden playing. <laughs> 
Dude, that's the thing about Transformers, though. That soundtrack, though, is one of the best soundtracks of any movie. It is fucking amazing. It really is. Uh, I actually bought it on CD. It's one of the only soundtracks I ever bothered to purchase. Mm-hmm. I got Most people, you know. I got it on CD as well, too. It's one of those ones where it's just like, it's so amazing. Like, that soundtrack, just like, practically every single song on there is fucking awesome. Even the background score stuff's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's very 80s synth. It works great. And here's the thing about the actual, like, songs, the music music. Mm-hmm. It's metal. Yeah. And let's let's not pretend that Transformers and metal isn't, like, the perfect combination. Not just, like, oh, oh metal, I get it, like, robots. Like, no, it's fucking rock and roll in space. Yeah. Well, it's also, too... Heavy metal came up beforehand, and I think that, like, even though it's a rated R movie, that kind of created, like, where a lot of these, like, animated pictures started having rock and roll music in them. Yeah, and it is, like, a, it's, you know, a uh, a zeitgeist thing. Mm-hmm. That was the shit that was popular at the time. It just, it works. It was just niche enough and just, like, just tame enough to, like, bring the kids into it. It wasn't, like, the really heavy shit. It was just like, yeah, come on. Like this, listen to this stuff. Come on, man. Your older brother listens to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it was also like just the look of the movie. I mean, no pun intended here, but like it actually looks like everything looks kind of like a metal cover. Like it looks like they're just traveling through a bunch yeah, of like abs- covers of like metal albums. That's Floro Del Rey. Uh, <laughs> or I keep saying Del Rey, like Lana Del Rey. <laughs> it's Floro Derry or whatever his name is. Uh, okay, here's the gist with him. He is a shitty artist with some things kind of on purpose. Mm-hmm. So he does these organic. He did all the uh, the more organic newer Autobots, right? Like Cup and Hot Rod and Wheelie, like where they look like robots, not cars. Yeah. And he did all the backgrounds, all the uh, cityscapes and planetscapes. So they're all very fantastical, like a heavy metal album. Uh, and he hated the boxy shit. So when he got assigned to do the boxy shit, he kind of like made it extra shitty. And it seems to me that he was probably doing that to make his organic shit look even better. I can see that. I can see him trying it's to like, ah, uh, look how bad. This is what you really want is my organic sexy robots. Yeah. Did he like create like RC and like the, yeah, uh, he did RC. Well, the Cup, the Shark Decons, all the Quintessons, uh, Cyclonus and Scourge and Galvatron, Unicron, anything that was created for the movie he made. Yeah, so when it came down to like pretty much the original characters, which once again were made simpler so they could fit into a TV show, he probably was yeah. like, oh, box vehicles, fuck these guys, you know, these slick well, hot the initial, initial, Yeah. Yeah, fuck all that. Fuck it. The initial initial drawings were very anime-y, and they were good, they were quality well-proportioned, well-drawn anime. And then they had to dumb it down to make it, you know, something you could animate. Yeah. And then he came in for season two and he's like, nope, fuck all that. <laughs> like, if you want a comparison, just look at um, Sideswipe and Red Alert. Right? They're the same guy. Uh-huh. But if you look at their character models, oh, Yeah, that's, oh. that's gonna happen. <laughs> wow! Or, um, It's Optimus going by. You're like, nice, yeah. Optimus going by. Or a Prowl and Smokescreen mm-hmm. should look the same. But, oh my god, they don't. No. They changed up just too much. Yeah, he's all, like, fat and chunky and weird. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. There's your boxy robot. Fuck you. Yeah, that's just, like, an artist, like, wanting too much power. You know? Well, that's <laughs> like, like, I'm an artist. My name is uh, Florence. Uh, 
Yeah. Flow. Good old flow. Good old flow doing it again, you know, but. I will say this. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. You go ahead. I insist. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I will say that the, this movie does just end kind of very abruptly, though, because they defeat Unicron, and it has that, like, yeah, we fucking did it! Woo! So all are one! Transformers? Like, wait, what? I was expecting, like, I was expecting a little bit more at the end, because you just kill a thing, and it just ends like, well, See? that's it! Later, folks! I love that. That's, yeah, that's but... 70s indie style, where you don't fucking dick around. Yeah. You just... Ending you know, bad guys done? You your movie's over! What do you want? You want, like, multiple endings? You know what I mean? Like... I'm not looking for a Peter Jackson cut. I'm just like talking well, about like having five endings. Yeah, I was just like, I just, I, I guess, the, I guess here's my thing. I mean, I, it's not even, it's not even the movie's fault. And it's not even like, uh, I just, I was expecting that scene for like, you know, here like, uh, uh, Rodimus kind of get that like closure about like, dude, you did good, you did good, and I thought that's how the movie's gonna uh, end. Oh yeah, it's just kind of like, going off, going off of like just basically the cartoon you made, dude. And I'm not, I'm not blaming that on you or nothing. I just assumed that was in the movie. So I'm watching like, oh, <laughs> that scene is that like a deleted scene or some shit? So that was a good way to cap off. I'm like, dude, you fucking did it right on. You yeah, got the right. judge, Chris. It totally could have. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't have been out of place in Transformers for there to be. A little aside with Cup just pulling him aside, like you know what, kid, you really came through and you did it. Like one little uh, character bit at the end wouldn't have been out of place and probably would have helped. But uh, they were just like, no, nope, right to the credits, <laughs> get them out of the theater, get them into the Toys R Us, get them buying some new toys. What, what if it just cut instead? It just cut to a silent scene of just all the fucking Autobots digging a grave, and that was all you heard was just like <laughs> fucking burying all the old Autobots. <laughs> Credits start Damn, rolling. Plasma right <laughs> Like no fucking music. <laughs> just the sound of shovels and dirt. <laughs> they're like dirt, just they're like it starts to fade out. You just hear the dirt like top of like falling on top of metal. <laughs> yeah, you hear that sound. Hey heard what Wheezy said, this leader is fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wheels. <laughs> Hands on hips. Laughing. You know what's the funny thing, though? Just over. Fuck out of here. I'm the new small cute guy. <laughs> <laughs> is This is kind of an interesting thing, though. It's like, at the same time, they were trying to make G.I. Joe and they were supposed to release almost in the same year and G.I. Joe was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna be like, we're gonna kill Duke and G.I. Joe. It's gonna be badass. You know, we're gonna be ballsy. Killing two of our main characters just right off the bat. And then, you know, after this one, everyone's like, oh, my God, Optimus Prime died. Like, what is the point of living anymore? You know, they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Polls say that, you know, we can't just go fucking killing main characters anymore. Shit. How are we supposed oh, to? Oh, shit. Kill him. They're like, well, what are we going to do? We already animated him fucking. Die. He's in a coma. You know what I mean? That's like death, isn't it? But, you know, survival. Yeah, they, uh, that was so tacked on. It's kind but of like, a I get it. I get it. Why they, like, but yeah, they should have just stuck to their guns. Yeah, they should have. So you know what? Fuck you, kids. We can kill whoever we want. You know what? Because we own this well, shit. You know, kinda. As much as it was kind of crappy to kill all of the original Transformers, because it wiped out <laughs> all the characters you love, like all at once. Yeah, that was kind of shitty. Um, but like, it's kind of ballsy. Uh huh. So it's kind. It's it's shitty. Maybe they should have done like half. Yeah, you know, because there was no death at all for two years, and then boom, they're all gone. <laughs> just like right but away, I'm just fine death, with, death, death, death. Yeah, like in the first ten minutes. But I'm fine with most of the cast being new characters. Like, okay, sure, we're getting a new bunch of people. That's fine. I get it. But uh, for them to be like, you know what, we just gotta, we just gotta bump them off. It's like a, a corporate. We need to make money decision, but it's, it's fine. It's like okay, it's gutsy. You got to do it, and it probably helped toughen kids up a little bit. Seeing their heroes die. 
Well, it, but you know, with Duke, they pulled their punches. Yeah, and it's just what's well, well, of Transformers. Like, it's almost like I give them almost way more credit just for going that route of just going like, "Fuck it, yeah, we're gonna kill them off." Because that's almost like that's that's like literally having a Justice League movie, and then it's like Justice League fucking starts off and it's like, boom, Wonder Woman's off, boom, Batman's off, boom, Aquaman's off, boom, Flash is off, boom, Green Lantern's off, boom, Superman's off. You're like, dude, what the fuck? Well, who's gonna be here? Well, now we get the blue, Be- <laughs> we get the Blue Beetle movie, we get fucking like Shazam's gonna be in there. It's like in Booster Gold. Yeah, Booster Gold. Like, you just start going with, like, all the other characters, and it's almost like, at the same time, it's like, you gotta give them credit. You know, there's there's something to be said about, like, that is is a risky thing. Just to, you know, because at the same time, like, you know, I mean, I know those guys are doing, like, oh, we're gonna make some more, we're gonna make some new toys. But at the end of the day, you, you know that at some point, one guy was like, you know, if we kill off our main characters... Don't you think that's gonna have a negative impact? Well, you shut the fuck up over there. Fucking interns. So they see you, they come in here and they just think they can run the business. Just yeah. wait for that one intern that like talks like Starscream, like one day I'll show them all. <laughs> I'll show them. <laughs> Starts running off. God. Why the fuck do we hire that intern that fucking sounds like Starscream? You There's know he's just no gonna be an asshole. Like <laughs> no one that is such a unique voice they've been struggling to replace him for like 30 fucking years i i i love the when he dies though i mean i don't hate star screen but oh, yeah, no, it's a great death. just the part of like i'm now the leader bow before me he's like in a cave <laughs> i love how he's hair metal to you this is my time to have a soul yeah okay <laughs> Fucking up on stage. <laughs> like, now that I'm running the show! Like, that just sounds like some crack whore down by, like, fucking Turk Street. Jesus. I, I've still watched that. Oh, Church Street is with, uh, that's where all the crack whores are in Toronto, too. Oh, no. It's a yeah, common I mean, thing. Yeah, that's just, hey. It's it, kind of like how. Just, yeah, the way it works out. How every uh, white, white person seems to be afraid of Martin Luther King Boulevard. <laughs> we don't have one of those. Oh well, in, in America, it's apparently always a ghetto. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I didn't make um, that. America made that. Yeah, but like Chris Lada <laughs> had problems with like uh, substance abuse. Uh-huh. Or that's my that's my understanding. I believe that's correct. Yeah, it was uh, the eighties. So th- huh? It was the eighties. Just you know, yeah. It was so kind of normal then. It was pretty normal. So, so every character Red Bull back did, then they killed off. They uh, they killed off Wheeljack and Starscream and uh, Sparkplug isn't even in the movie, so you just assume he's dead. Yeah. Uh, and I ooh, did he have one other guy? I think. Oh yeah, um, Shrapnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, actually, I mean the Insecticons are infinite, but I don't think he is voiced anymore in season three. So like, okay, Chris Lott is a problem. Just fucking kill every character he does. Uh-huh. And they did. They just they just got rid of him. Which is too bad, because again, his voice is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's super unique, too. It's like... Yeah, and they've been struggling to replace him. So, like, every time they do Starscream now, it's like, okay, do we go for a Chris Lada sound-alike? Or do we try and do something new? And the only time they've ever done something new, in my opinion, had it been any good, was Transformers Prime, when it was um, Stephen Blum. Oh, Uh, okay. And he was sort of like old Starscream, but also just like very dark, kind of like gravelly sounding. So he had his own uniqueness too. Okay, that that's pretty cool then. I'm just imagining because I understand if you're. I'm just wondering, like, 
substance abuse is a voice actor. I mean, I'm not saying that doesn't can have problems. I'm just imagining how bad does he have to be on that to like fuck up on just like voice recording? Like, man, you're late. Like, get off my dick! <laughs> like, don't get my fucking mouth! Like, all right, just do the voice. Okay. Ruin man, well, that's right. Just like, all right, yes. There was at least uh, one occasion. I think there were several, but there was at least one occasion where they had to uh, bail <laughs> okay, him so out of jail so they could record an episode. <laughs> I want my lawyer! Scream when he goes. I'll stop that before it gets old. <laughs> and it's weird because when you do a movie, and like they still do this now, mm-hmm. when you have a movie, like the movie version of something, they want to have big names. Because it's like, oh, that'll sell tickets. Man, the people who want to see Transformers yeah. just want to see the fucking Transformers, okay? No. It's the 80s. They're kids. They don't yeah. care. They don't need celebrities. They just want – like they didn't need Leonard Nimoy. And he does a great job. But they didn't need Leonard Nimoy. could have just stuck with Frank Welker. And they do that stuff now. It's like, oh, well, we're making uh, you know, the Lego movie animated for kids and uh, – you know, we're going to have fucking Chris Hollingsworth or some shit. Like, uh, the people seeing the Lego movie don't fucking care. Just make the fucking movie. And I know that, I've always thought that my entire typically, life. Typically, uh, live action, regular movie actors are fucking horrible voice actors. Because they're used to a- acting with their whole body and everything. Well, because so they never... I actually got a quick... Go ahead, Spence. Sorry. And they're... they're, they're... Oh, I was just saying, and they they just don't have like they that don't. that voice that a lot of times was like what makes yeah it's like you might not recognize like you know the average people might not recognize someone's name but they they sure will recognize their voice you know what I mean like how can you outbeat Frank Welker you know at the end of the day I mean the only thing about Leonard Nimoy it's like well Frank Welker also did do like the voice dubs for Spock and Star Trek three for all his screams and oh, all that cool. kind of stuff so it is kind of like at least they kind of balance yeah. each other but. For the most part, it's like, why, why switch it out? That's why I will have to say I do give those live-action Transformer movie credit just for having Optimus Prime still do the voice. Yeah. Well, actually, there was backlash on that. Initially, they weren't going to. And everyone was like, if you don't have, like, Peter Cullen, then go fuck yourself. Originally, it was to be Liam Neeson. Yeah, who's a great voice, cool actor, but that's not Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. Yeah. There's only the one Optimus Prime. And, they've had, again, they've had other guys do it. They um, had... The recent ones, they had John Goodman play uh, Hounds. I'm not sure how accurate that is to the show. But, not uh, in the slightest. He's like yeah. a he's like an angry World War II vet. Yeah, he's, he's John yeah. Goodman. Like again, John Goodman. You know, he's got a good voice, but Hound is a actually Hound's my favorite Autobot. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he got like no screen time. He's not even in the movie. You see the back of him for like a second. <laughs> But he was supposed to be the character that people like, oh, we'll make this the uh, the fun character that the kids associate with. This is before they realized it was going to be Bumblebee. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, little yellow guy, right? Yeah, it's like. Yeah. But it was going to be Hound, the army jeep, which kids love, I guess. Well, in the 80s, though, come on, keep, keep on. That, that's a big military time period. You got Rambo. That's true. That's true. You got. Um... So, uh, but oddly enough, his voice, despite being an army jeep because they want to make him like soft. Uh, Hound has a sort of very friendly, warm voice, and he's all about uh, exploring nature, and he loves Earth, and he wants to just, you know, uh, oh, Earth is so fascinating. It's different from Cybertron. I just want to enjoy all this nature and and the people. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, he was totally supposed to be, like, the character you relate to. Yeah. So not John Goodman as an angry, drunk no. World War II vet. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's the – who's – 
there's one that's like sounds like Jason Statham. I don't think he's supposed to be Cup, but there's who, Spencer. Who's the one? He's in four and five. He's the green one. Kind of has like a fedora. Has kind of like a 1930s gangster thing going on, but sounds kind of like Jason Statham. Oh, that's um. The, oh shit. I, so I think exactly isn't he that. isn't he in this movie? Isn't that guy in this? No, no, I think so. he's not in the yeah. movie. You're thinking of uh, oh, he's this stupid ass samurai thing. Yeah. Well, in the comics, oh, not the, not the samurai guy because there's the there's the Ken Watanabe like samurai guy, and then there's, there's one that has this whole night 1930s kind of vibe to him, but he has like a he has like a British accent or something, Cockney accent. Oh wait, Cockney accent. Cockney or I, I haven't seen the movie in a while. Cockney or Australian? Is this, is this Transformers Five? Four and Five. He's a four and five. He's in both of them. Yeah. Huh. Uh, are you talking about uh, Drift? No, that's Ken. Yeah, Hardin that not. name sounds. Oh, maybe not. Oh, are you talking about John DiMaggio? No. Maybe that was John DiMaggio. That may have been John. Crosshairs. I think that sounds familiar. At some point, he's on parachutes. He has two guns. He's firing. You know. Yeah, I think that's the guy we're talking about. Okay. He's uh. He's a uh, Chevy Corvette Stingray. Okay, okay. Green and black, right? I, in the movie, I don't remember what he is. I want to see some kind of sports car, but you know. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's who it is. Uh, he, as far as I know, is not in any of the original Transformers. He's probably a toy that never got a, a character in the series. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, he's green. He's got, like, goggles, right? I think he does. Yeah. yeah that's, John, that's John DiMaggio. Well, see, it's, like, and it's one of those ones, like, I mean, I know why, like, on paper, like it sounds like you get these big actors, and it's like, well, you know, guess who this is going to sell the ticket to? Mom and Pop in Oklahoma. You could tell them, hey, guess what? There's a John Goodman in this movie. And they're like, oh, I, I like the John Goodman now. You know, maybe I'll go see this Transformers. Yeah. I mean, like, I get where it gets that pull, but like for your core audience, it's like, I don't know. It's just one of those ones. I think it's so. Well, you're not going to get the core audience, and also most of the money is made in foreign markets when they redub it anyway. Yeah, so it's you're you're not really winning mm-hmm. out that much, anyways. So you're I don't know. I just always feel like who else ones like you like when you got something like Transformers. Like I'll just use that for example. You don't need any actors sure. whatsoever to sell that because you're selling Transformers. It's not a brand new IP yeah. that nobody's heard of. Like what's this Transformers thing? I've never heard of Transformers. You know who's in it? Is yeah. Brad Pitt in it? And it's like you know. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're if you're selling something like something brand new, like oh, I'll use this for example, Pacific Rim. That's a, that was a brand new thing. Yeah. I feel like you do need a couple That's people true. in that. You yeah. know, you got Idris Elba and so on. But if Pacific Rim was like, oh well, Pacific Rim was originally made in the '80s, and you know they've been making TV shows and comic books and video games and so on since then. You don't need, you know what I mean? You already got an established like people know what it is. It's like Batman. You know what I mean? At the, at the end of the day. You technically don't even need a big actor to sell Batman. I know that they've kind of made it to this point now that, you know, big actors play Batman. That's just kind of, it's yeah, like a 007 thing or something like that. That's kind of like, oh, I played Batman at one point. And not saying that's a, you know, a bad thing, but you technically, at the end of the day, you, you don't no, need yeah, anybody totally to play Batman. Saying. You know, you could get You just fucking, say, it's Batman. Yeah, it's Batman. We, we know it's Batman. We don't need an actor to play Batman. Oh, well, we need an actor, but <laughs> just put, like, some fucking, like, mannequin <laughs> up there. Someone in the suit. <laughs> but, yeah, at the end of the day, you... Let's put it on Grumpy Cat, see how that... Turns yeah, out. You, you don't oh, need boy. anybody. It's Batman's what's going to bring people to the theater. It's not... It, it, really, it's not Ben Affleck bringing people to the theaters. It's Batman, you know? It's true. Yeah. But with this movie, they had... See, that. that's what bugs me, I guess, most of all, is that they have these big actors for the movie, and then season three starts, 
and they have to go with totally different voices. <laughs> yeah, because because they can't keep paying Leonard Nimoy to voice Galvatron. I just like the idea of maybe some moment where like where uh, Hot Rod is talking to Cup, and he's all saying like, "Listen, man, Optimus is always." On me, tell me to smoke up, Johnny. Smoke up. You know, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, I never like heard the connection there, because I wasn't really, you know, I never really saw him in too many movies, uh, and I still don't really hear it. Hot Rod just sounds like Hot Rod to me. You know what I mean? No, I guess well, it's weird because he doesn't. He doesn't like. If nobody told you that was Judd Nelson, like I would never even have guessed. I wouldn't even put it there. It's like, yeah. oh. Judd Nelson, Breakfast Club. Well, that's weird. Well, I guess what year is Breakfast Club? God, this movie might have been made slightly before Breakfast Club. They probably came out the same year, but the, he obviously would have recorded the voice way earlier before yeah. the animation. Okay, we're going to put a pin in the episode right there. All kinds of good time Transformers fun stuff to be had, and there's actually much more, so there'll be a good old part two coming up next. Till then, make sure to check out OldManOrange.com, check out Pizza Boys the Comic on Amazon and Comixology, and support the show any good way you can using some of our Amazon links. Always a good way. And we're going to follow up with a little ad from one of my favorite cartoons out there, The Bruvs, Our Good Buddies. We interrupt this programming for an important announcement from TheBruvs.com. We hear you got something to tell us. Funny business that is deadly serious. Don't be afraid. Meet Doug. That was a sound beating. Meet Den. Not in the face. <laughs> Ow. Meet Chanterelle. It's the biggest disaster ever. Meet all the gang at thebruvs.com and on Twitter, Facebook and Insta. All at the Bruvs TV. Not many. We are the Bruvs. People are dying to meet us. TheBruvs.com Adult comedy animation and much more. You'll like it because we say so.